0: Hey guys, it's Casual Friday, and that means it's Nancy Mass Friday, and our topic today is Do You Believe in Love at First Sight? I'll be right back. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of not-so-sunny Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you think you might have a paranormal problem, we can get to you. It might take us a while. California is a big state, but uh, we will get to you. And in the case, I have a squeaky chair again. Yep, yep, it's back. And in the case... And in the case that we can't get you right away, one of our uh, psychics or mediums will phone you. And if if it does turn out to be paranormal during that consultation, they can simmer the energy down until we can get out there in most cases. Okay. So uh, just uh, look us up. We're all over the web. Uh, That's why the good Lord made Google. Just Google us and uh, we pop up everywhere so you can find us. But you can find us on Facebook and all the usual places as well. Okay, that being said, if you are watching from Facebook, and a lot of you are tonight, please be sure to hit that follow button if you haven't done so already. i really appreciate it. Always looking for followers. And YouTube, if you haven't uh, subscribed already, please be sure to do that. Hit that subscribe button. i really appreciate that, too. And uh, during the show, if you find it in your heart that you want to join our chat room, feel free to do so. And show us some love. Give us a thumbs up. Happy faces. Things like that, because what that does is that puts us higher in the FYP of YouTube, Facebook, and of course Twitch, and that means that they will circulate the show out to a lot more people to watch. Okay. Also, uh, you know, uh, if, if you're in the house, you got other people in there, and they're kind of having dinner with you, or or maybe they're in the other room, and you and you decide you like the show, and you and you want to share it with them. Do please share, please share, share, share. We're just trying to get the word out about the show. Okay. That being said, Valentine's Day is Wednesday, and I just want to make this announcement one more time. In that, we're doing I'm doing a special Valentine's show. In that, uh, we're going to build a Valentine's gingerbread house. All right, we're going to do that Wednesday. That's going to be the live show Wednesday, building a Valentine's gingerbread house. Also, it being the theme for Valentine's Day, Nancy Mass is with us tonight. Obviously, and we're going to be talking about love at first sight. Do you believe in it? Don't you believe in it? Make a note, too, on your calendars. Monday, we're going to continue this Valentine's theme. Nancy's going to be back with us on Monday. And we're going to be talking about Twin Flames, okay, and things like that. So we'll be on the lookout for that and put that on your calendar. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Nancy on in here. And just a quick warning, you guys, my internet, since the uh, big storms, is kind of wonky. So if I fall off the screen... Stay on, no matter what. Nancy will end up taking over as host of the show, and I just have to do a reboot on my camera system, and then I'm back in. Okay, so don't go anywhere if I happen to fall fall off the screen. All right, all right. Well, let's bring Nancy in.
1: I I love that comment. She just falls off the screen. <laughs> that I, I go, know that happened a I couple days ago. For
0: anybody huh? that's played, for anybody that's played Mario Kart or any of the Mario video games, Mario uh-huh. always falls off the screen, and that's where I end up going. I'm in this like pile of millions and millions of Mario's down there when I fall off the screen.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, this uh, storm has really affected a lot of people, and I'm talking to other states. Sedona, Arizona, had four days of torrential rains, and uh, got kind of gnarly over there. I heard, but anyway, um, yeah, Monday night I'll be uh passing going and talking about the twin um twin soul flames, <laughs> uh, peaks, twin, twin flames twin peaks twin flames i know it right <laughs> twin flames paradox and the confusion that people have versus soulmate and yeah. there's a lot to be said i'm going to cover love interest um tonight there is such a thing as a soulmate that's here to witness your progress or your failure there's other yeah. dynamics of soulmates but but the Valentine's here, all I'm caring about is relationships, and that's what makes the world go around. Uh, mm-hmm. We've all had uh, relationships, whether it's our parents, our twins, twin flame, I, twin soul. I think I've actually heard it twin soul, and I think that's why I keep thinking um, twin flame. Maybe one of many. I'll make sure we clarify that Monday night, sure. right? Right? Right, And so, if you you like the show, uh, give us a thumbs up. And uh, I know Shar will support this. Uh, If you have a chance, go over to my YouTube and subscribe. Pretty soon I'll be doing relationship issues from 33 years that I've been doing this. Um, This show, we generalize uh, ideas and thoughts. And if you have an idea you want me to talk about, uh, send Shar a note. And, and it will, yeah. And this idea and was given me, to us.
0: And you got me thinking all day with this topic. And Since I posted what? it, I could hear Huey Lewis in the news. And that, do, do you believe in love song?
1: It's been Huey going through Lewis. my head. In the news, oh. yeah. On the news? Do you believe in love? You know. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, that I, song. Did, did Huey Lewis and the news. Yeah. Oh. So, so I could he, hear that,
0: that song and I that How's is That a song,
1: that Nestle. Yeah. A... Right. Okay. I, I can hear it in my head I, I over it and literal.
0: over. Yeah. It's I one of those things. Was... Well, let's call it Huey Lewis and the News. Michelle, I can hear it over and over in my
1: head, the song. Oh. <laughs> um, right. It's what makes the world go around. And I have a lot of information. So we can't. do you have any other announcements before I get I started? I do
0: not. You take the show. It's all yours. And uh, I'm just happy. If you look at the backdrop today, my last announcement. Look how nice and bright. You can see the lettering on the backdrop. Very
1: For good. It's all Very there. Good.
0: And I uh, got my lighting back all together, and it's nice to have the proper lighting back in here after months and months of not having it.
1: <clears throat> uh, did you get the uh, phone card? I right did. Yeah. I got really? that
0: too. Yes. The we
1: cost are. mail. We are the tricking out. Of I'm telling you, the show. <laughs> okay. So believe in love at first sight. I think yes. there's something to this. Um, the last item I'll be talking about is love versus lust. And there is uh what's that oh. <laughs> The day um, I mailed something to her and I was so surprised how expensive it was. It doubled from what I remember mailing maybe even a year ago. Just a cord yeah. and I was just shocked, but it got to her in two days and that clearly I'd never been able to drive it to her from Oroville to downtown to, to your area. Yes. Uh, what Avenue and um, Arden. Um, yes. Anyway, so uh, to, I did Google some of these to get my mind clear on what I wanted to say. Uh, so uh, in respect to the people who posted some of these, I've reworded it. I've taken uh, snippets out of it. Um, once you post at a, a YouTube video, I think it's open to the public that they can repeat it. I don't think I'm stealing anybody's thunder. Um, sure. We often talk about instant attraction, but how does that all play out years later, after the fireworks feeling dies down? <laughs> and I and I can attest that any relationship you have, any relationship, whether it's a twin flame, however you want to word it, love or lust, the honeymoon period is a not is a phenomena. And the seven year inch, itch with Marilyn Monroe was a good example, and the house that they were sharing or con, apartment where she walks up and downstairs, and this fellow downstairs is married, and he just goes, it's a great movie with Marilyn Monroe. It's called The Seven-Year Itch, and that seven-year itch can show up at four years, or seven years, or 20 years, Um, and that's a real phenomena, because the passion of the instant um, recognizing of a soulmate, or the chemistry, and I want to address some of these things. Okay, I'm going to move the So I can't see myself or the room. So if there's any notes, Char, you'll know to let me know. Um, So these are statements. He wrapped me up in this big hug and said my name so sweetly as it was a relief that we're finally meeting. I love that. Uh, There's such a thing as a melding of life forces. Uh, And I spoke to this some time back. About vibrationally how we interact with people. And you can go into a restaurant to have dinner and you're sitting at the table and all of a sudden you have this feeling that you're being watched and it's not comfortable. And that's what we call the vibrations that don't match because you wouldn't want to find that person. And would you get out of this restaurant? I'm trying to eat and you're bothering me kind of statement. I have no, but it can still be the same energy. As you go on a date, and the first thing you think of is, there's something wrong, we don't match. And you may find him or her, we're talking both ways here, very attractive. But I spoke of this week ago or two weeks ago that each of us, whether it's our history, our background, uh, biology, education, personal interest, it's like the Scotsman's quilt, it has a pattern, and we all wear a pattern of who we are as people. And you can meet somebody with the same similar, almost identical kind of pattern. Now each of us has a childhood and each of us has drama in our family, but you have to remember how you deal with the drama is the pattern. So you can meet somebody who appears to have a good family life, but there is that pattern of drama versus my drama was my father was killed when I was six. We bounced around three, four, five different homes. And then my mother got life insurance policy, so that drama is because of an actual death. But it could match the person who had drama in their home. And so, how we wear that pattern is what attracts us to other people. Say, he meets two people, and they're in class together, and they're studying the same thing. Now, one of you could have a history background, and the other could have a heart background. But when you go into journalism class and all speaking about art and history, there's a common bond. And you start talking, you think, oh, my gosh, we're so interesting together. Or you could have someone say, <clears throat> now becoming these statements will repeat. Or you can say um, you have two people wanting to travel the world together, but they come from different backgrounds. And they meet up and they say, you know, I would love to travel the world. Let's get a Volkswagen bus, put a bed in it. We'll travel and have it cart over to England. And so that bonding is over the interests of the world or travel. And so that's still a uh, a soulmate, love at first sight dynamic. Um, I was uh, very cautious one time. I had somebody, m- a woman, much turmoil. <clears throat> and she met several people, got on lots of uh, dating sites. And I felt someone coming her way that she would absolutely fall in love with, and it would be powerful. And I know that she was of a light skin culture. And I looked at the gentleman coming and he was of a dark screen, dark skin culture. And I was very careful to say, when you meet somebody talk and get to know them because you never know who your soulmate could be of a different culture. It's like men and women will go to other countries and they'll meet somebody and the sparks fly. I will not hesitate to say that is absolutely true because you picked a life, knowing you would travel to meet that soul mate. Absolutely. So when you're dating, don't negate the idea of different cultures because it doesn't matter the covering that we have over these bones. It's a soul within. Here's another one. Oh, I got butterflies in my stomach. Everything felt simple for the first time in my life. There's something to be said about the comfort level. Um, so women often tell me, I want a tall, dark, and handsome. Well, that doesn't mean that's a good match. It just means that you like someone taller so that you can lean on them, right? <laughs> but there's something to be said about presence. I have a presence. And people say, oh, when I talk to Nancy, I feel grounded. I feel like um, her life force is uh, softer comforting. I call people with a life force like this. I, I've been in this business a long time, but I was also a supervisor before I got into this business. I was in charge. Mm-hmm. And they sent me to San Ramon. I remember the town from Auburn, California. I drive down to San Ramon for all these meetings. And the last thing they wanted us to do was not help know how to talk and deal with people. Yes, we make mistakes. But the idea is that we're here to comfort someone's soul. But you can meet other people in many different businesses that can do it also. And so a woman says to me, his voice captured me. I go, oh, how interesting is that? I saw a flash. Was I on the screen very long? (laughs) And so voices can also make a command. And so the idea was this individual gave comfort, stability, and take care because of the voice. Does that mean it's love at first sight? Very possible. But it has to go both ways. Be careful not to fall in love unless you know they are also falling in love. So the expression I say is don't give your heart away unless you know they've earned it. So let's go to the next one. <clears throat> as soon as they locked eyes, we both knew we would spend the rest of our lives together. Oh, I love this one. There's something to be said about eyes are the windows to the soul. Clearly, it, it is true. But there's also something to be said about masking the true personality behind beautiful eyes. And so talking and getting to know somebody. in COVID was a perfect example. It's amazing the number of people talk to me. Um, there was a, a, a video. I think it was out of New York. And a young lady was eating, uh, no, she was um, t- playing tennis on the rooftop. And a young man would eat his dinner outside and would watch her. And they got talking, I don't know, it was by phone or however. And he ordered dinner for her, and she sat outside, and they sat he, together, they sat outside and had dinner whether they talked by phone or whatever. Remember that, Char? It was very oh. popular. They did end up getting engaged. I would like to if anybody had heard the end story if they did get married. But COVID taught us that we didn't have to look at people closely as much as get to know them. Who are people? I In my world, getting to know somebody, I said this to um, you. It, was it today or yesterday? <laughs> Sorry. I think it was. Um, I don't think it was today. If it was, I apologize. And I I said to her, I think it's the honor and a privilege to be able to meet somebody and not have not look at the skin. It's always on the phone and, and the meet their spirit. And she said the same thing. She reminded me that we've been, uh, she'd been a client of mine since uh, 1999 or 2000. And she said, whenever I need, think it was her, I need grounding. I just call you up and listen to you tell me (laughs) to calm down (laughs) or something to that effect. And I find that we don't have to see each other or know of each other, but to talk to each other. And COVID taught us that we can have development and soulmate connecting just by talking to each other, which is very difficult for some people. I know that men have a harder time But maybe they could stretch and learn how to communicate. But there's also a lot of women I talk to who don't know how to express their their story. And I talk to women over the years, and they're just in love and la, 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 and they get married. And then five years later, they start thinking, gosh, I've done everything for him, but I've never expressed myself. So five years in, they start talking to the man and say, you know, all these years, I really want to do this and this and this. And the man looks at her and says, who are you? That's not the one I married. The one I married is a good housekeeper, makes babies, makes love every night, looks beautiful in her clothing. Well, the problem is he never asked her who she was. He just had expectations. And it could go the other way around. Absolutely. It could go the other way around. And I don't want to, favor, but you have to appreciate 80% of my clientele are women. Mm-hmm. And women need to be more honest. And men need to learn to share Because when you're looking at a lifetime, a lifetime, and having someone in your life just to keep you company and not be afraid and not be intimidated, just be a a friend. And if you have all the benefits of marriage and that, what more would you want? And have the safety of a relationship that works. So the idea that uh, as soon as we locked eyes, we both knew we would spend the rest of our lives together. I really, really love that statement. Here's another one. Well, I'm sure I'm. Well, I'm pretty sure, if I were ever going to get married, he'd be the one, and we would laugh about it. How many movies have you seen where someone is involved, and they turns to their friends and says, "This is what I'm going to marry." But you can hear children say the same thing. Love at first sight is soul recognition, also, and so. I want to tell this story. It never happened. But I was I before my father was killed, we were in San Diego. And we lived on the beach. And my mother would walk me to school first grade. Well, there was a little boy there who fell in love with me. And he held my hands. So we walked to the gate where my mother would meet me. And he told me one day he wanted to marry me. And I have yet at this time, a married woman, I've never met him. But I thought it was kind of strange. I thought, at the time, I remember this so clearly. He had a little tan. I don't know what culture he was from, but he was bigger than I was. I was a tiny little thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm looking at me now at this age, but I was. Uh, uh, I had to have my tonsils out after my father passed away. I was kind of a little sickly. But I was a tiny little thing. And he would hold my hand and make sure I was okay. And if he's listening to this, it would be fun to connect and say hi after all these years. But he told me he wanted to marry me we were six years old so there was an instance of I want to marry her in the future I have heard this many times there's many movies out but I believe that's very possible and a good example my father had the gift that I have and when he met her she was a secretary she was just out of high school and she'd just gotten the war um, effort toward the end and he met her and said we're going to get married 90 days and she says Oh, no, we're not. Who are you? They got married 90 days. He just knew, but that's that was what, who he was. Here's another one. I just had this unexplainable gut feeling that I was meant to see him again. Uh, I find this interesting. Um, there's all kinds of reels and Facebook where someone will post a picture. And it's traveling or family get togethers in the park. And then the couple will meet later on. They'll go through all pictures and he, he or she will show up in the picture. I do believe that the universe works mysterious ways. And you could meet somebody and go, huh, like in school. And then in the business world, you meet that person again. You go, once seen is twice learned or twice recognized. The universe doesn't make mistakes. Now you can hear someone say, oh, but we did that end up being a terrible relationship. It was terrible because you didn't match. You weren't ready or was never meant to be. Possibly you were soulmates at one time in the past. And you said, well, you know, next lifetime, let's just pass each other and say hi and see what's going on and then be on our way. And I do believe in that. So the gut feeling of we were meant to be, um, I just really like that that gut feeling of of I want to take it one more time, so a gut feeling you'll think about that person, and what you're not knowing is that you're sending out energy to the universe when I do a reading all around the world um oh, you just i, I have a client who wants to talk to me, and they're in Italy. I was thinking about them they're going to talk to me tomorrow um. Anyway, so we put energy to the universe. So if you meet somebody and you go, whoa, that was that was interesting. That, I caught my breath kind of feeling. You're sending energy to that person. Mm-hmm. And you won't disconnect if you don't find another partner. And on some level, which is amazing to me, you will create, and that person knows about you, your energies will go co- into the universe and coincide with each other. And sometimes, if it's meant to be, you will not negotiate to run into each other again. And I, I also believe in that. I think it's wonderful. Here's another one. He asked me to dance, and we locked eyes. It hit me like a lightning bolt. I felt as if I was looking at the man I'd be dancing with at my wedding. There's another one of those gut feeling, instant recognition of soul soul lives together. It's meant to be. Now, Edgar Casey wrote nine books. I read them all. I like got here in the house. His sons also wrote books about him. And he talked of the phenomena of soulmates and recognizing each other and coming together. And I do believe he was an um, amazing, amazing man. And sometimes when lifetimes are not finished and we have the choice to do it again, You can come back and meet each other again. And another example of this this wonderful movie is What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams. And he is married, has a couple of kids. And unfortunately, uh, the children got in a car accident. Then he did. And she chose to end her life. And he goes to rescue her in the underworld. And the last of the movie is when they sit together. And he says, should we do this again? And then the next scene, there's two little kids on a pier, um, like over a river or lake. And she walks up to him and she offers him half a sandwich. And it's them again. I just love that. Gives me goosebumps. It was a wonderful movie. A lot of it was um, drama and kind of made up. I don't see those when I look at things like this. Um, uh, I won't give it away. But some of it was just imaginary and good theatrics. But the core of some of the that they talked about and presented, I have seen, and especially her tormental hell. Okay, let's go on. Um, I knew on the third date that I would marry him. Now that's taken it not Mm -hmm. to the first instance, but for them to get to the third date and her going, "Wait a minute, I recognize this person." Mm -hmm. It wasn't the dates because it was like going out to dinner and everything. But there's a comfort level. If it's meant to be, then your vibrational energies will start to meld. And you'll find yourself thinking or wanting to be around that person. And when by the third date it appears from this little clip here that she looked forward to meeting him just to be able to lean into him or her into hmm, him into her. Because I just don't know what I should have looked at who was writing these things. But like I said. Reference point in my world is mostly women. Um, The first time we kissed, it was as if we were in a movie and instant fireworks happened. Uh, There's something to be said about electrical forces, Mm -hmm. um, electricity, potassium in the body, magnesium, uh, muscle masses. I said over and over and over, I have such good friends that are in this business. They're sweet souls and they mean no harm. And they're just this one lady I'm thinking of. Sweetest lady I've ever met, but her energy level is very soft. So she can't work all the time. And people say, How do you do what you do? Well, when I was younger, (laughs) I would go to these fairs and work eight hours, talk to 22, 24 people, and people look at me, What is going on with her? Well, I've been an athlete and I am a muscular person. Mm -hmm. And so I tell people, If you want to do this business, you want to work a lot, uh, be sure that your electricity in your body, And we only get electricity from our muscle masses, right? So you have to build up. But you can talk to somebody and your electrical forces can connect. And that's what I took about from this um, instant fireworks is that the electrical forces of each other. Wow. Wow! (laughs) I call that really hot passion also. (laughs) Um, I still have. I still feel this intense feeling. And when I copied those few words and told me that the passion of their instant love has never diminished over the 12 or 13 years that they said they were married. That's a very good sign. A lot of times when you're young, that can go on, but as you get older, you have to make sure that you like the person because the passion and those moments don't always happen for us anymore. Uh, Okay, if it's simple lust, you will know right away. (laughs) Yes, yes. Simple lust is that attraction, but no depth to it. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure, have a good time, make memories, but make sure you're clear that this is not the potential of love, but the potential of a good time. (laughs) And be aware. And if one person is feeling that, and the other person is not. Please own that it's your issue that you want to break up and not theirs. Never wound another soul. Um, total. I felt total peace wash over me the moment I looked in his eyes. I had a, a client yeah. <laughs> say, when I hugged him, it felt like my dad hugging me back. And I went, Okay. That's kind of strange. I haven't heard that one before, (laughs) but in some ways, have you ever heard the expression, we have a tendency to marry our parents over and over or date. So I, uh, in my world have been attracted to what I call the, the heavier person, the muscular person. And my father was very tall and very thin. The only memory I have is maybe the last one when I Jumped in his arms as a six-year-old. I could wrap myself almost around him. It was so thin. But my grandfather, Lee, my grandmother, who was Indian, who I looked like, she married what they call a bare-fisted individual, a barefisted mm-hmm. fighter. He was a firefighter. And he was quite, not stocky, but muscular and stocky as he got older. And we seem to favor the family members that we fall in love with. And you'll see men who date very large ladies, and you go, I wonder if his mother or grandmother was a large woman who hugged him a lot and loved him up. And women the same way. We seem to fall in love with patterns. And I do find that very curious that she leaned into this man, and she felt the hug of someone that she loved and translated to find that mm-hmm. in her life. Um. I can't get over this guy till now, even though I've never met him for the second time. Um, You remember I said that soulmates can connect in this lifetime? Doesn't mean you end up together. It means you go, hi. So I had this client, let's see, might have been the 90s. And she went to um, a fight, I mean, a wrestling match here in Sacramento. And I remember her being a blonde. I think he was redhead fighter. I'm not sure. And so um, Sacramento Community Center or it was a college or something. And she watched him. And he was on at that time the WWF. And she felt instantly in love with him. You know, I wasn't an Elvis Presley fan, but my girlfriend Christine was. And she just loved Elvis Presley. I was kind of the Beatles fan person i'd really liked the bills but i never really felt like any, any particular um a star but christine loved elvis presley and i i i was okay with this well this girl called me came and saw me and she said i'm in love with this fella well she didn't tell me that he was a wwf and that they had never met but she loved him and she follow him around she'd say Am I going to see him next time? I said, you're going to see him. He will look at you. That doesn't mean he can come forward. Well, that was good enough, but she loved him. And when I put my life force to her, there was love all through her. Now is that being, um, what's that term? A groupie? Is that what they call it when they fall? That doesn't mean necessarily that, but I do believe that we can fall in love with an idol or that presentation presentation of someone we'd like to be able to love. Uh, after a few uh, times talking to me, uh, evidently I never did say anything about her committing to him or him to her. It just didn't work out. Uh, maybe she got to a place and she realized it wouldn't last. You have to go and own that. Okay. Um, sorry about this. Okay. Um, I talked to this earlier about the couple in New York. I Think it was New York on the hill house on the roofs, and I mm-hmm. I remember thinking that they they got the I know, remember another video came out and they were walking in the park after the crisis was over, and I did hear they got engaged. So in this, what this taught us is that there's other ways to get to know somebody, and that's through communication, mm-hmm. getting to know one another via FaceTime, Zoom, whichever is your choice. Be mm-hmm. calm and understand to talk through wishes, wants, hopes, and desires. And also any op- optional conflict. I spoke to this last time, what we call the straw that broke the camel's back. I've, I know people that are terribly in love with somebody and the other partner has helped back something and hopes that they could fall in love so desperately that it would be okay well, not necessarily for religious, sometimes for um, political. My husband and I vote differently. <laughs> and it's okay. We just don't talk politics. Uh, that's okay. But sometimes an optional conflict should be, and I brought this up, you can fall madly in but some, with somebody. And I was and I wanted to make sure I clarify this because someone brought it up. Are you ready to take on taking care of his folks? Are they so much older that within five to 10 years, they would live with you? What if he has an ex-wife and they got two or three children and he doesn't bring this up or vice versa? You have to be clear. This is why we need to have the conversation. Um, I should have mentioned, I will not put upon my children the, my care. And the reason is, is I took care of my blind grandmother for 13 years. I was her sole responsible. She didn't live with me, but we moved her six, seven times because she never told the people in these complexes that she was losing her eyesight. She had glaucoma. And I want to make clear that I'm okay with you taking care of people as long as it's both in agreement. I I have said over and over, I think that was a, a unfortunate thing that happened to me and my husband. Um, neither one of us had anybody else we could turn to to help. it put a terrible strain strain on our marriage and you have to be very clear you're in america you're not in a culture that at we maybe in the early years of our Mm. history we had a lot of generationals live together but today we have ways to taking care of people and i don't want you to think that was insensitive because i did care take care of my blind grandmother she's one of my books uh she you know People lose their mind when they can't see anymore. And she had issues. She was a silent screen movie star, and she wrote poems. So one of my books is a books of her poems. And in those years, they the movie films destroyed. They didn't take care of them. Uh, she was on a show like Dallas, but it was a Saturday night kind of thing because they didn't have TV. So she, they used to take movie stills. So I have a whole suitcase of movie stills of her on stage. And she was a petite blonde, blue eyed, and she was always the villain because <laughs> she was darling. <laughs> <You> hear me? <laughs> I'm, I've just called her to me. I almost sense her. Anyway, that's kind of fun. I've uh, been wanting to do that. So um, I didn't want people to think I'm insensitive to that because I did have it in my life, but it also hurt our relationship. Okay. <laughs> um, love at first sight, probability. Um, I just discussed all the probabilities, and what would be the detriment to that probability is a pre-life agreement. At this stage of my life, I know that I'm not insane and I'm not making this up, that we do survive uh, too many times I've, uh, Today, I talked to a lady whose sister's dying, and I described the man that's with her and holding touching her. And he was a bigger man medium bone he lost weight he also had stuff on his face he was very uh my coloring and she couldn't recognize and i remember her being a slight build a small boned and i imagine maybe her sister is the same way but you can negate that because all these years when i describe people they go home and oh my gosh the picture on the mantle of the fireplace there he is that's what nancy described so um i go by visual you know, you, you can always tell oh, grandpa loves you, but you never know if grandpa was someone they want to hear. That visuals mm-hmm. always work. Um, so, uh, love at first sight, probability is past life agreements. And I do believe in this now. I do believe that we choose to come back and be with certain people. So, the probability that you have experienced that is probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't work and you've tried, and you're grieving, I want you to go outside at night, I want you to look at the stars as though you look into heaven, and I want you to say, if I cannot have him or her this lifetime, I would like to meet them up in the afterlife to plan the next trip now. Something that fits how you feel in that moment is very important, and release it. Because all the grieving in the world, all the anguish, is not going to change the outcome of the relationship that could not work for whatever reason and surrender to that because you can always do it again. How wonderful Mm -hmm. that we can have love again with the same people. And I really believe that love at first sight is some of those experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, This is um, a couple of articles and you may have to roll the screen back and Watch it again later on where you can open up the captions and see what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, Love at first. uh, uh, Destiny hearts. Love at first sight stories that endured. That's on YouTube Mm -hmm. for couples on the moment they first fell in love. Harper's Bazaar. And I list those two because I looked at it really quick and I went, Oh, some of these are really good. Um, and that would give you some fun to look at. Um, I've already talked about love versus lust. Um, love lasts, lust does not. <laughs> That's as easy <laughs> as that. Uh, and then I wrote something here, uh, independent of everything I looked up. The comfort feeling of safety, peace, comfort, and just missing in his or her eyes. And soul is love. Just missing meaning, I miss looking at that individual, being near them. And the soul is love. Lust does not incorporate any of those safety, peace, and comfort. You will not necessarily miss the person as much as you want to touch them and love them. Mm -hmm. There is a difference. Feel the soul. As though you're holding hands and you could feel peace of your soul leave your, go into your arm and go into their arm and into their body. That's true love. Um, yes. The vibrational pattern of soul experience is not, if not this lifetime, but, told, but untold ones together, lifetimes together, meaning over and over. I spoke of how our energy life force that is generated and surround our bodies day and night is that life force that connects us with our pattern to that soulmate. We create a pattern not of our own lifetime, both failures and successes, but what we mm-hmm. need is in a pattern to have balance and harmony of no fear to be vulnerable and accepted for what is missing in our souls. Meaning you may have set up to have a life again, to create mm-hmm. the best in the other person. You I've heard couples say and That person brings the best out of me, meaning that person will help you develop to be the best person you can be in this lifetime. That is also soul love. That is not dominance. That is not controlling. That is helping that person to be better. Dominance is, my husband, first husband did this. I was often asked if I wanted promotion early in my career with a telephone company. And he always said to me, well, who's going to take care of the house and the kids? I'm not going to. They were my children, not mm-hmm. his, but that was also the era. And I look back and I realize we really, I was crazy in love with him. We wouldn't have gotten mm-hmm. married. We were soulmates, I guess. Uh, I always, always loved him, but he always made me not exceed. He didn't mm-hmm. want the best for me. And you have to find somebody that says, you want a promotion? Go for it. I was asked four times the fourth time I took it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they saw me. And <laughs> it's my voice. Who knows? Um, When meeting that person, you will fit together like a pair of hands clutching and holding on to each other. This will not diminish, as lust will, and the chemistry that lust pulled you two together is not real. So how many of you have seen a Facebook post with an old couple walking down the street holding hands? I tell you, if it was lust, they wouldn't be holding hands. Love is forever. Experience that feeling like the horn of plenty, and you may never have the feeling of being finished and not desiring to find out more and not desiring to find out more of that person. Um, what that meant was, that was a pretty complicated sentence, is that we will never end investigating and know the other person when you're in love with them. You want to know every inch of that person, the thought process and how they are, because real love makes us want to finish that jigsaw puzzle. And sometimes it takes a whole lifetime. I've heard couples say at the end of their life, but we weren't done yet. What an amazing statement. Love is a forever experience. That feels like the horn of plenty. When I said the horn of plenty, a lot of times I'll talk to clients and they'll say, who was I in a past life? And 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 this is amazing feeling. I'll fall into them. And sometimes I go around and around as though time is looping behind them in so many lifetimes. And and sometimes, that I mentioned this before, I've talked to people who have so many lifetimes that I always get lost in it. Mm-hmm. And each lifetime has a personality. And that personality had attributes. And they had the wishes and the hopes and desires and funds. And so when you love somebody, you can go in there and discover that. Who are they? What's that feeling? Um, as kids, what hobbies did you have and what did you enjoy? I have stories. <laughs> I was a real tomboy. And those of us who are closer in my age group, we had bicycles that were heavy and, uh, not, and pretty cumbersome and metal. Oh, my gosh, the bikes of today are little sticks compared to <laughs> And we used to get up on the handlebars, sit on the seat, and put our feet on the handlebars and drive up. Some of the things I did, it's amazing. We, we survived childhood. You need to find somebody, if, I, if you're like me, they had the same experience knows what that freedom feels like. And <laughs> like I'm using my example, please talk about me. I don't like it so much. But when I started to be a runner, I realized the power I had as a person and as a woman and I was good at it. People lodge me war and they go, Oh my God, you've been, you were born to be a runner. I thought, well, what, what does that mean? Well, <laughs> I don't know for sure, but the freedom of, of wind in your hair. I talked to a lady, a client, and she was uh, into horses. In fact, she has a rescue in Arkansas. How fun is that? A horse rescue. And I laughed, and she was, she's younger. And when I talk to people who have horses, they mm-hmm. now have pads for the s- saddles that are different than what I had. I had a horse hair pad mm-hmm. that went underneath the saddle. And I tell people, only those who've been in horse race, horse riding, and I did competitive and endurance, the smell of that, it lingers. And I fell in love with the smell of a horse hair pad. And any of you who've been on a horse understands that. And you would want to find a partner. So this partner, we have the telephone company together We're both managers. He was raised on a farm with horses, and he knows that smell of leather and horsehair pads. Brought us together. Yes, yes. So with that, lust you will become bored of looking deep into each other's eyes, of wanting a desire to learn more about each other, tell you with lust it's just the body. Your choice mm-hmm. is to find that perfect partner by being strong enough to identify who is not that soulmate and being strong enough to break up and not wound another soul. Claim it is you who needs to break up for the lacking in your life of making yourself whole. There's your excuse, everybody. Claiming the person you are breaking up with isn't perfect, is committing what I believe is a karmic law, and this negative action will have to be repaid by you at some other time. Be aware. Maybe I'll read that one more time. Claiming the person you are breaking up with is imperfect, is committing what I believe is a karmic law, and this negative action will have to be repaid by you at some other time, whether it's this time or next time, you will repay it. Karma uh, doesn't always come from one lifetime to another; sometimes it's in your own lifetime. But be aware: the more you do that, the more you'll get it back. Okay, that's uh, that's my uh, my lesson for tonight, everybody. I finished. Wow! Early. Look at that—we finished early. Well, I talked quicker on this one. This topic is very important to everybody. Uh, hello, Jerry. Hi. When you know my sister, sister met her husband, he took her hand, and she saw their hands as older adults in the future. She knew at that moment that was her husband. I believe they've been together 25-plus years. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's all good. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank when you. When we very talk much. about
1: karma when we talk about karma.
0: And I'm not going to mention anything that's currently on the news that I believe is karma at its best because it wouldn't be it wouldn't be nice, because I'm a nice person. Well, don't yeah, we, we don't, <laughs> don't want to go there. But karma has a way, you know, when you meet up with people just like me, my my me and my twin flame mm-hmm. that I have. And you know. I kept meeting up with this person and they they kind of stood on the on the, on the outside of my my, my group of life in my life yeah but, but this person's been there for the last 18 years just kind of floating around the, the perimeter of my life and then like, like when we did that um that regression you know to get the verification yeah. of who it was was really cool because yeah why you know why do certain people kind of hover on the outskirts of
1: your life uh, I, that's a very good point. And I'm, I think we've talked to this lady before in my life. Uh, we okay. went to high school together. We met when we were 13 mm-hmm. and we've been friends we have a totally different lives and mm-hmm. we can can talk every six months and mm-hmm. as though it never, never, no time has passed, whether mm-hmm. you call that, um, but it's karmic, but she's the one I'm going to mention. This is amazing. Um, my first past life regression was like 98 or 99, kind of think that time frame, and mm-hmm. it was uh, when I was being at a place where I need to think about this because it come up in readings of reincarnation, I'm blown, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had a past life regression where I was chasing a little girl, and she had braids, and mm-hmm. we were in a corridor, and it was stone. and It was cool, and she went down to the end of the corridor, and she took a left. And I could cut across the open air atrium and there was a fountain to my left and the stones were there. I'd have to walk. So my feet were cold, barefoot on the shadowed side of the hallway. But as I leaped and jumped across, jumped, I ran across the atrium, which is open to the sun. They, the stones were hot. And then all of a sudden I'm almost at her. And that was it. So my friend came down. Her name is Karen. She lives in Oregon. And at that time, I think she was, um, I don't know where she was living. We've never really lived in the same area. And I was telling her about this past life regression. And she's what? Like, wait a minute. I go, what? She says, when I was a little girl, I had this dream. And every four or five years, these dreams would come back. And she said, I have a dream that my cousin is chasing me. Mm-hmm. And I have stolen her bread. And I'm running down the hall. And I take a left and she cuts across this open area and tackles me on the other side. Mm-hmm.
0: So That's we had incredible. past life. Incredible.
1: Yep. I mean, how many times did that happen? And I think it's been probably six, seven years. But I would like to have her on again to talk about that. Because That'd who be would something. believe things like who Who can believe things like that? Yet here's an example. Right. Of, and she said, I had braids. And this is exactly Mm -hmm. what I saw in this past life Mm regression. And it makes me aware. And so whichever of us, if a soulmate passes away and have a same sex sibling, and have a same sex sibling, does Nancy believe there's possibly of rekindling a love connection through them? I'm not sure. I know what that means, but if one passes away, um, this has happened many times where, I've been to, and I talked of this before, these are stories that I remember because they're so amazing. A uh, Lady and had me come over to a group of people, to entertain the homes. And of course they were visiting before I even got there. And I walked in and I looked at this little girl, granddaughter and the man, the man's soul, the soul said to me, I'm her grandfather. And I went into the kitchen and we were talking. Um, and I mentioned, I says, I need to tell you. Do you know your granddaughter is your grandfather? And she said, and all the room was filled up with laughter. And oh my God, because they had been talking about me showing up and wondering if I would see that happen. So mm-hmm. yes, you can love somebody; and they could die, but they can come back right into the same family and be loved by that person again. Um, not necessarily through a sibling, because if you want that love relationship, other than um, a man-woman relationship, it almost seems impossible to happen because mm-hmm. of the age difference. But you can have the same person follow you lifetime after lifetime. And I mentioned this very casually one night. I haven't been able to feel my father maybe three, four, well, five or six years. Mm-hmm. And I asked two of my friends, do you have a sense of my dad? I haven't thought for a while. And both of them said they, he would come back in my family as a female child. Oh, I have two great-granddaughters, but my son's daughters have yet to be married. I don't know what that means. Uh, will I know it? Will I recognize it? Maybe not. But that child will know me. Mm-hmm. And so I can't assume I know who it is or if that child is even shown up. So love can be there for you. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I answered that very well, but I did the best I could. Um yeah, okay. Anything else?
0: Well, it's interesting that you know, like you say karma Car- plays a big role and like and I never remembered that ending of what dreams may come. Now I'm going to have to rewatch the movie now.
1: Because yes, that's really cool.
0: That yeah. is really cool. Because mm-hmm. you know, when I think about my twin flame and I think about that in particular, we may not be in each other's lives like all the time, but one of us always knows when the other is having issues. Yeah. No matter what, you know, the, 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 phone will ring, there'll be a text message back and forth. And it's just, it's just something that, that, that connection that's there. It kind of yes. reminds me guys, and don't laugh about this because that's how I could only describe it was the twilight movies when uh, Jacob finally uh, meshed with uh, the baby. And, and it's just one of those feelings when you meet, when you meet that person, twilight it hits film? you all at once. No, the tw- the Twilight movies, you know, with uh, the vampire movies. Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. She covers, <laughs> she covers something like a twin flame in there that that the werewolves. I know this is silly, guys, but, but, the, but the werewolves will find their love via imprint, but you don't know who it's going to be until until until, until they, they come they can't face, face to with that person, and they can't help it. Yeah, you know, all of a sudden it's For there, him. and you know, like with this guy here, he was probably in his twenties. And he imprinted with with this with, with this infant, you know. It's it's not his fault. He
1: the, just imprinted the child that became yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. So I mean, I, I believe that can happen. And like I said, you know, it's uh-huh. and then when it does happen, like with me, it it, it was it, it was just like
1: this thing just blew over me when I finally connected. It's past life, and you've accepted past life. Yeah. That's a very honored situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Soulmates can come back as family members to witness uh-huh. the others. I mentioned this earlier in the hour. You don't right. have to be lovers. You can right. be soulmates that witness each other's potential growth in a particular lifetime. Uh-huh. We were a couple last time, but I failed you. Why don't we come uh-huh. in? You be my sister or my mother and you uh-huh. can witness my life. And this actually uh-huh. happened. The lady called me up and she said, oh, the purpose of my life. And, uh, and I kind of uh-huh. went through all her family and I went, oh, but I'm going to say, here? <laughs> how am I going to bring this one up? And I said, your brother kind of prompter I says, you're not gonna you're gonna be okay with well, I want tell you, oh yeah, okay. Well, you're actually here to witness your brother's failure or success. Because he didn't finish it last time as you were a couple. Mm-hmm. Totally got it. Totally got it. And I went, Thank goodness. <laughs> like, well, oh, thank goodness. Cause I I didn't like that. I mean, right. Oh, your soulmate, your brother. Oh. But there you go. Maybe that's what um, GZDR forever meant. Maybe so. But it's not well, the same it's like dynamics. It's still a love relationship.
0: Huh? Well, it's like you talk about what dreams may come at the end, you know, when, when they share the sandwich. But then there's the other part of that in in um, that movie, that the other movie we like to talk about, Made in Heaven. Oh, yeah. She goes back to Earth ahead of him, and then he wants to go find her. So he's only given so many years to find her.
1: So God says okay. you have yeah. a chance, but you have to meet it before thirty years. Right, right, right. And, yeah. and so they're in New York or some big city, and they happen. Remember the energy of them is connecting, pulling them together, and they meet on the boulevard as they cross each other, and they both turn around and went, "Wait, oh, yeah, I don't recognize that soul." Right. Ooh, that gave me goosebumps. Yeah. Um, when someone says soulmate, I automatically think lover. Saying a soulmate could be a twin who grew up. Apart or an actual relative. Um, that's possible. Yes. That's what I said earlier about the lady who wanted to know the reason for her life mm-hmm. and why she was here. And her soulmate asked her to come back and be a witness to that person's growth. Mm-hmm. And so they were a couple in the mm-hmm. past and they came back together. I Casey and the, I didn't finish that thought. Edgar sure. Casey believed that if you look at a redwood tree and the branches would start not at 25, 30 feet elevation, but right at the base. And every big branch has twigs that go out. Well, each branch could be your sole group. And within each tuple of twigs that go off that branch could be your intimate grouping, you. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we all take turns, mother, father, brother, sister. Uh, lovers, best friends, and we get to know each other and travel the path. I, I'm not positive that's right or wrong. I like the analogy of it, that we are all kind of knowing each other lifetime after lifetime. Mm-hmm. But yet, how do we explain um, the grouping with us ending up around the world? I, I've talked to people who said I had lifetime. This is a, a friend of mine that a past life I uh, mean we did a reading, and she asked me a question. Asked me a question. I don't think it was past life regression for her. Sue is her name. I'm going to write a book about her and Jason, her son. And all of a sudden, I got her as a Japanese woman walking and then coming to um, a hill. And she had the kimono, I mean, the outfit on, like the beautiful mm-hmm. 200 years ago with the pad on the back and the little tiny shoes with a little piece of wood on each bottom. So they were actually walking off two pieces of wood sticking down on the ground. Just a beautiful silhouette of a woman. And she's got her hands to her chest as though she's walking, walking, walking. And she goes down this hill very carefully. And up behind her comes a man with a rock and hits her on the head, and she dies. And I go, oh, my gosh. You know, I get these, I gasp, and I went, oh, my gosh, what am I watching? I watched a murder. And I was telling I says, oh, my gosh, Sue, this is just an awful death. I'm going to tell you what I got. And she says, oh, that makes so much sense." I go, "It does." She says, <laughs> "She says I love the Japanese world and all the antique jap." She had uh, park, uh anime, did a black furniture with the Japanese looking. She said, "But I don't like Japanese men." And I thought, "Well, she's Caucasian. Did she have an occasion to date?" I didn't explore it, but she just laughed out loud, and she says, "I absolutely." I went, "Okay." <laughs> It just work here. But it satisfied her because she could feel it. She's very intuitive. And when I do this, sometimes people step can blend with the visual I get because I have to Mm -hmm. enter your time to get it. And she Mm -hmm. goes, oh, yes, I don't like Japanese men, but I love the culture and the antiques, you know, that two or 300 years back because some of the Japanese better furniture is absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. That Mm -hmm. black parquet look, yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, then they, then they always have an inlay. There's always an inlay. Some yeah, kind of inlay, yeah. whether it's a golden inlay or silver inlay, there's always some kind of inlay art all.
1: Oh, I like this one. Thank you for this one. Uh, Does Nancy believe a soulmate could come into someone's life as a pet? I have had a lot yes. of conversations about that. Yes. Um, now, I have a lot, uh, quite a few clients over the years, um, particularly the guy in Texas. He has multiple dogs and he was dreaming after one dog died that he would acquire another dog and it would be that one. And that Mm -hmm. one showed up and he kept it because it was the reincarnation of that dog. Now, as far as humans, this is crazy. Um, Coast to coast um, over the years, I've watched, I started listening to this coast to coast at night with Art Bell about 96, 97. And the, he had eventually had a guest on who claimed to be a horse and it was oh, fascinating, yeah, 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 yeah. fascinating he'd been on a couple of times and he said his last life was as a horse and yep. he didn't fit in this lifetime as a man mm-hmm. and I think if you uh, google art bell life man is uh, reincarnated from a horse you will get that as far as human being becoming a pet I have not heard that, but I, I like the idea, but someone I mentioned just recently, that conversation came up and the person said to me, if life as a human and the intellect and the, um, what we're learning, why will we back down to an animal where no conversation, no conversation? I, I'm not sure. Um,
0: what I find interesting with the way it went down
1: with my dog
0: was that, the dog spoke, I mean, as far as bizarre as it sounds, along that line, you know, as far as dreaming. To have a dream of the dog. Yeah. I was out walking the streets. Well, not walking the streets. I'm not doing that. I have one. that story. <laughs> going <laughs> house to house looking for a puppy. In my dream.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I clearly hear this voice. And I didn't have to see my deceased dog to know that's who it was.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I hear this voice that says, "When you find the black puppy, that's going to be me."
1: Oh, I, and Dell has the fellow I told you about. Yeah, um, yeah. He he. That would be a really good topic. He can talk a lot about dreaming and having the animals show up. Yeah. Now, um, someone else I know who's into dogs, she mm-hmm. acquired a dog. Looks the same, acts the same, mm-hmm. and knows um, how to have a stance as a uh-huh. competition at, at three and four months old they shouldn't know that and the dog uh-huh. that died is that this one is an exact replica of that other dog uh-huh. and the uh-huh. mannerisms and everything and this person is absolutely convinced that's that dog reincarnated but we're not well, we're screwing around with this individual asks this question can a human be a pet right i right. have yet to have anybody tell me that I I why not? <laughs> well, yeah, why not? Because uh, you know I have a couple of cats, and man, they have a good life. I thought come back as a cat. Now that <laughs> I kind of like that idea for an elephant, cool never have to diet. I mean, like an yeah. elephant com- is a command of the universe of the that'd environment. Be kinda yeah. Cool. yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Why? Not? Yeah. I, why not? I just not? don't yeah. know. And thank yep. goodness I don't know everything, right? Um, right. Right, 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 right. So I think that's a mystery that'd be very fun to play out, to find out. I, yeah, to find out about, to it. find yep, out absolutely. more. I would love to have someone tell a story, but yet now that we've talked about with the hair, and say, "I'll make a story up for it." But um, anyway, that's that. Okay. Well, that maybe you know, maybe maybe like it.
0: it's well, maybe it's a why not? Because you why know, when we, decide, when we decide to come back in our next life, maybe at that point they say, "Oh no." You know, you're not going to come back as a lover. You're going to be a distant friend, but you're still going to be in this person's circle. So then you well, say, wit- "Well, that and you witness each other's lives." Yeah, yeah. So now you say, "Well, if I came back as a dog or a pet to this person,
1: hmm. I then I would be that. in that inner circle." But the, but the animal lives such a short time compared to the human. They're right, not there for the entire trip
0: right but maybe you go as an animal you go for certain parts of people's lives to help them or comfort you know, because you always hear you always hear people talking about that oh my god this this was my soul dog you know it was there to comfort me and all this and now it's not here anymore yeah. so maybe they come for certain part you know certain animals I'm not saying all of them but maybe certain humans can come back in. you know through through an animal to help to help i'm not going to disagree know.
1: i like I'm the idea um, i'm just saying you know if i was going to come back like i said I would want to come back yeah. as an animal that I know wouldn't be eaten by something else right away. Cats, uh, one reason I ha- my cats are indoors is when we lived up in the, on Black Mountain, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Ornbrook, California, everything mm-hmm. was up there to kill everybody else. And so mm-hmm. they become indoors, even though they want out. They couldn't survive because mm-hmm. they're not used to it. So, in some ways, I would like to either be a whale. Or an elephant, mm-hmm. and have the command mm-hmm. of the ocean, the command of the land. I think that would be very. Fun.
0: I can honestly say that you know my kelpies are highly intelligent. Uh huh. Uh-huh. My terrier is highly intelligent, but the cat. <laughs> wow. Cat just here I'm to never... relax and. Then... <laughs> you know, I, I had a cat years and years ago, and she lived in my bedroom because we had dogs. She was a smart cat. I'll give her that. But these here that were born feral, they are so smart.
1: You know, especially my big black
0: cat. She's just so intelligent. It cracks me up. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Cats are cats. And I was never really a cat person. But now it's like every time I see a cat, it makes me laugh.
1: You know, every time
0: he falls from the top of his enclosure, to the bottom, I always stick my head around and go, well, that's that's number seven life. Let's just keep going, right? (laughs) With the nine life thing. So anyhow, it's 7.40. We did it. We did it. It was fun. It was fun. So guys, mm-hmm. next week is going to be a pretty cool week. Again, I'm going to be reading on Sunday from that book, which is really good. I encourage you guys to listen. This guy's got some humdinger ghost, uh, ghost stories from the 1800s. Now, a lot of history for ghost hunting, and I teach this in my ghost hunting class. This is something is required reading. Is to read about the Society of uh, Psychological I think it's psych, psychological research. I think that's how it's pronounced. And there's some famous ghost hunters that started out in England in this society. And this gentleman is one of them that wrote the book. And so uh, the first part of the book, the first couple of prefaces on it, he gave you the background of what is a ghost. You know, he gave you both views of, mm-hmm. of the sci- the scientific version of what is a ghost and the psychic version of, of what makes up a ghost. It was really good because he laid it out, but the whole book is based on, he does it in sections. So, Death apparitions. So then he runs a whole chapter on de- on, on death apparitions and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like like animal ghosts, Just like what we do whole, now. Yeah, friend. he runs. Yeah, he runs a whole chapter on this. So it's a fascinating book, and I, I know this guy. Like you guys think, oh, she's going to read a book Sunday. I'm telling you, this is a good book because there have been a few ghost stories, and I've been I've been looking over my shoulder on while I'm reading. You know, it's it's that good. <laughs> you look so, over your shoulder, really? I'm looking over my shoulder when I'm reading. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I encourage you guys to tune in Sunday or listen to it after the fact, because it's really a good book. Really good. And I, I figured it was going to be because I, I do follow those guys, you know, and then like to do my research with them and stuff. So Sunday, book reading, uh, be there. All right. Monday, Nancy Mas- Na- Nancy's going to be with us. Twin Flames, be there. Tuesday, Flames uh, surprise. Paradox. Yes. Tuesday, surprise guest. Wednesday, I'm going to be building a gingerbread house for Valentine's Day. I've never done this before. I've never released. I've never seen any gingerbread houses for Valentine's Day, so this may be a first. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and do that. That's what we're going to do live, and you're going to get to give me advice. I'm going to show you the candies that I have, oh. and you're going to get to give me advice on where you want those candies put.
1: Okay. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. So, yeah. So it's it's going to be
0: it's gonna be a fun evening. Yeah, it's going to be a fun evening. And then I will tell some clever ghost stories. And maybe we'll talk about some of these people that fall in love with ghosts. Oh, <laughs> <and> have, <laughs> have affairs I with have ghosts. stories
1: on that. <laughs> See,
0: Nancy can pop in. We can have conversations about people that fall in love with ghosts. Oh. So uh, it's going to be a fun evening. So that'll be Wednesday. How okay. about that
1: lady in England married a pirate?
0: Yes, I was just thinking of her. If yes, she did. She married a pirate. Yeah. And a they got psychic, divorced. you know. And she yeah, divorced they got divorced. Him. She divorced him. <laughs> Wouldn't that know, be an why odd not? pairing, though? Know, because I mean they're, they're they're gonna be with you no matter where you're at the house, and they're, they're gonna be watching <laughs> you at the store. You know, it's like what
1: an odd pairing. You know, to well, be watched all the time you by your know, spouse. You but, why why should we even doubt? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why we just say that can't happen. I mean, I'm not right. going to judge anybody. Life's too short to put judgment on people. If that's right, what right. you want, why not? How about that lady married yeah. herself? Her fiance stood her up at the altar, and she, she said, "I'm going to marry myself." Then, because everybody's here, we're going to have a dinner. Why not? Good for her. Sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah. So be
0: it. Enjoy it all. So be it. Okay, you guys, we're done for the night. And again, Nancy will be back here on Monday. And maybe if you guys are nice to her, we can coax her into popping in on Wednesday so we can tell some <sighs> some ghostly love affair ghost stories uh, while, while, while I'm constructing. Yeah, we can do okay. that. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So uh, I will see you guys Sunday night. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with your enemies. We're always trying to get Aww. people following <laughs> us. Show us some love up there. Give, give me some thumbs up. I see Jerry did a thumbs up. Well, mom, where is everybody else? Give me my thumbs up. We can do this. <laughs> Show me some love. But uh, yeah, so uh, I will see you guys Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific. And if you haven't done so already, we've got quite the the niche going with this meditation club now. I've got people doing it at 3:30 and people doing it at 7:45 in the evenings. And we are doing it Tuesday, Thursdays, and Sundays. And uh, it's it's really kind of cool, you know, twenty five dollars for the month. And imagine that you go three, you go three days per week for that month. So three, six, nine, you get twelve sessions for meditation for twenty five bucks. And uh, yeah, the people are really, really enjoying it.
1: Bargain, it's a bargain, everybody.
0: for oh, the meditation. Gosh. It's a bargain, and you're able to meditate any topic. I, I mean, it's not like we're, we're focusing on one topic. You know, um, one in particular that I really fell in love with, we get to go out in the universe. You get to leave your body and go out into the universe and look at the stars and look at the planets and,
1: I like and all that, that stuff.
0: That. So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. So just an FYI, head over to the California Haunts Meetup and sign up. Sign up for one of those two hours. You know, either the 331 Pacific or the uh, 745 Pacific. And uh, we, we have a good time. You come out feeling refreshed. Maybe you had a hard day at work. You want to mellow down. Meditate. Get that meditation in. Okay. That being said, I'm leaving now. I'm going to give you Nancy's information. And away we go.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: Websites, nancymats.com, the all lowercase. And you've got nancymatsauthor.com. The N, the M, and the A are caps. You've got youtube.com forward slash Psychic. The N, the M, and the P are capped. Nancy's got books. Help. Get me out of this funk. Nancy Matz. Two worlds. Developing your psychic skills. And yes, I will fix my chair tonight. So it doesn't squeak. Old chair. What can I say? There's a whole lot of me sitting on it. So that's part of it too. (laughs) (laughs) The unwilling sacrifice. Nancy Matz. And of course, you can get those at Amazon. And I also want to say, check out Nancy Matz's uh, YouTube site. Head on over there and subscribe because she's going to have some good stuff coming out. Okay, I want to thank everybody that's donated the past couple of weeks. Uh, you know, we we had that real nice from Cal from, from from Dad Cal. We had that one come in, and George the Ruin. and George from France. We is George we in have here? We got to have one. He he listens in. He hovers. But we got it from George from France. So okay, guys. Have a great one. And I will see you on Sunday at six almost at six thirty. I'll see you, I'll see you on Sunday at six PM Pacific. Have a great one.